0: If you can afford an army of lobbyists, an army of lawyers, an army of bought and paid for experts, then Washington works great for you. It's just not working for the people, and that's why we're here today. That's why we're in this fight.
1: Elizabeth Warren announced this week look at those crowds in Iowa yesterday. 2020 race has begun. Let's bring our roundtable back right now. And Stephanie Brown James, let me begin uh, with you. One of the remarkable things about that trip to Iowa yesterday, and I guess it's been happening with all the candidates who go out there and explore massive, massive crowds on the Democratic side.
2: Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Super Bowl of politics is, is just starting up. And people are really hungry to see candidates who are authentic. And I think that there's three things that the Democrats are going to realize um, as they get out into the field of whoever's running. You know, one is you have to show leadership. Um, Two is that you have to be able to beat Trump, and three, which I think is very important, you have to be able to really speak to the issues um, of what most Americans are going are going through right now, but also you have to be able to make sure that you're speaking in a way um, where different types of voters can understand, and especially diverse voters. And so I, I'm really looking forward to this field um, starting to, to thin out um, because Might a, be a lot, while before it thins yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's going to be sooner than, than we think because look, if 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 donors and if diverse voters don't get behind someone early, I think it's going to thin out a lot quicker. You, than you agree think. with that?
3: I think that uh, you have the governor, former governor of Massachusetts already bowed out, I think it's going to be... Patrick. Yeah. I think you're going to have a, an hourglass, basically. Uh, I think this is a unique time. The last time you've had three successive presidents that had eight, eight years was Jefferson, Madison, and Monroe. We haven't had that. And that was followed by a one-termer. I think Democrats are going to be like 1992, very pragmatic. The ideology is, can you win? Mm-hmm. Campaigns are very revealing. All your warts, all your strengths, and I'm for a candidate that is, and I would agree, 100% authentic, and if you can't do that, fake it really well. <laughs> uh, and that, to me, is the most important because I think people want to see somebody that is actually, their, st- their personal story embodies their personal philosophy, mm-hmm. and those two are heads and tails of the same coin.
1: Stephanie said she wants to, they want to see a candidate who can take on Trump. John, I was interested to see that Elizabeth Warren yesterday, I think Trump didn't come up into a couple of hours into her appearance.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that actually, uh, Ram brought up, Mr. Mayor brought up a great point uh, about uh, the mayor of Massachusetts, Deval Patrick. I think what's more telling than who's getting in is, is, is who's not. At a time when we need the most talent, we're uh, in Washington, where we need it the most, uh, people are bowing out. They're, they're saying to, to, to heck with this. And the American people are forced to, to pick between 70-year-old retreads, uh, in many cases, who got us in this mess to begin with. Uh, I, I think that what are you talking about there. No, <laughs> I'm talking about the, uh, the. I mean, look. I believe Liz Warren is sixty-nine, uh, Hillary Clinton is seventy-one, Bernie Sanders seventy-seven, Joe Biden seventy-six. Uh, we President need Trump new- is seventy-two. President Trump seventy-two. So let's just talk about this. In order to move forward, we need new, fresh ideas, and uh, I think that uh, the, the Democratic Party that champions itself uh, to millennials and minorities, diverse candidates. I think needs to show that they can that they can reach out and put millennials and minorities into have, leadership. Thirty plus right?
2: candidates that will be running, and they will exactly reflect what you just mentioned. But the young, fresh
0: voice on the Democratic side is a woman who wants to eradicate fossil fuels entirely in this country in the next ten years. She officially has more Twitter followers than Nancy You're Pelosi. you talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Huge following, huge up-and-coming voice, and the fracture between the Democratic Party is: Do you want this progressive left socialist agenda, or do you want to have a more mainstream Democrat that can talk? to voters in Iowa and reach over and win over the votes that were lost in that, the Rust Belt.
1: That is going to be one of the divides. The other question is, and it was a question I asked Julian Koster, how do you distinguish yourself in a
5: field like this? Well, I, I, I think, one, the more candidates is not a problem. Jimmy Carter in the aftermath of Watergate, there were 17 candidates ran. He went wins the election 76. Donald Trump ran in a field of 17 candidates of the Republicans. He wins the field. He wins the presidency. So the more candidates isn't the problem. I think they're going to have to figure out they got to pick a lane. And there's three or four lanes that are going to be opened in this and and what your basic goal is to finish in the top four or five in Iowa, finish in the top four or five in New Hampshire and the field quickly goes down to that many candidates in the aftermath of Iowa and New Hampshire. I think they have to have a lane. One of the things I think Elizabeth Warren was smart about. First, getting out early and getting a lane. She's got the ideological lane, which is the more left lane. She also has the lane where the two thirds of the voters that are going to cast votes in the Democratic primaries and Democratic caucus are women. So that's a very important part of the the constituency. But they have to find the lane and as I, I agree with Ram and John, they have to be authentic in this process. I think it's much better if they're from a new generation. You think she's authentic though. I think Elizabeth Warren's definitely the most authentic.
0: I interpreted her Instagram story announcement as being a sort of weird knockoff of Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez's Instagram story where Wasn't she was not she talking. there first? But Elizabeth, she, Warren? Elizabeth Warren is was New York Magazine's cover story 5 months ago saying the front runner. Now in recent polling, she's even behind people like Beto O'Rourke. I know polling we we can only put so much into polling, but I would actually say that her announcement right now and her her you know her delivery stuff so far people are discussing whether or not it's dead on arrival sure.
2: but go ahead, go ahead. Well, to your point about you know how do you distinguish yourself and in in even picking a lane here's what i would love to see i would love to see from the jump two people come together and say we're already a ticket i think that would be phenomenal and i think it should be a man and a woman in no particular order who say you know what we're going to run for president and vice president so what's your dream ticket well you know it, it is a very diverse young and old ticket That speaks to voters all across the country. Um, And I think there's a a few people like. uh, I I, I mean, I'm looking forward to Kamala Harris getting in the race. I'm looking forward to see what Joe Biden's going to do. So, you know, I think that. uh, We
3: shouldn't lose to. Look, Jimmy Carter, President Clinton, President Obama all came from outside of Washington, all men below Obama was a
1: senator by the time he ran. For
3: an hour and a half. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) But the fact is, you have now for the first time in a long time you have four former mayors present and former you have people i'm if you're outside of washington you want donald trump to own washington everything that comes with what people are disgusted. When we win, we come from outside to change something. If you're part of that, Washington, you'll never ever be able to either escape escape the problems or the way you talk about it. Let's talk
1: a little bit about the Republican side. Mitt Romney came to the Senate from Utah this week with an op-ed attacking President Trump and then went on TV a few hours later and said he's not running for president but would not endorse.
3: I haven't decided who I'm going to endorse in 2020. I'm going to wait and see what the alternatives are. I'm not running again, and we'll see whether someone else does in a Republican primary or not, but uh, time will tell.
1: John James, it seems like you have a lot of Republicans out there, John Kasich, uh, Jeff Flake, uh, not wanting to run, but not wanting to be completely out of the conversation, wanting to be there just in case things fall apart for President Trump to pick up the pieces.
4: I think you may have hit the nail right on the head. Uh, I I think uh, for most uh, people, Republicans or Democrat, uh, the letter uh, is the first act uh, right out of the gate. Uh, It it kind of rang uh, self-serving. It, it kind of rang for most people who I've talked to, both my Democrat, Republican, and uh, and independent friends, is uh, Mitt Romney again caring more about Mitt Romney than the people he was sent to represent. Uh, now, uh, it, I can't get into Mitt Romney's head. That's not my business. Uh, and. But what I'm just saying is if you get into Mitt Romney said you probably won't stay there long <laughs> Well, uh, what, what I'm what I'm saying is, is <laughs> Donald Trump uh, President Trump uh, by the numbers by the numbers President Trump's approval rating in the Republican Party is 92 percent. It's gonna be a tough road to hope right, right. For any Republican who wants to jump in no it, no question about that right And now. it's not really right. Mitt
0: Romney and That's not the answer, and, and, and no disrespect to him because I have always liked him up until he got frog legs at John George with President Trump. And now I don't know where he stands politically. And I think a lot of Republicans, if you are going to have someone primary Trump, it has to be someone that I have more faith that won't be, quite frankly, flip-flopping all the way to the people Miami, like sure. wishy-washy
5: <laughs> from their leaders. I think it'd be a really, I mean, he does. Donald Trump has unbelievable support among Republicans today. That could obviously change if the economy starts to sputter and tank. That could totally change the. But the I think it's a really smart move for somebody to run him in the primary first. You're. You're going to get a lot of coverage. You're going to get a ton of things. You're going to be able to speak in a way against Donald Trump, not have to worry about things. You're going to be at all the debates. You'll be in any debate that he does in the primary in the course of that. I think it'd be a really smart move. And I think the Democrats, if you really look at it from their perspective, they would benefit. By somebody taking on Donald Trump and him moving more farther there to the right, there is going to
3: be a Pat Buchanan to this president. No question, there's right? going to be a Republican. It's not going to come from that wing of the party, but it's going to have he's going to have a primary because what happened in 2018 is a whole section of the Republicans that used to be rock rib Republicans left and voted for Democrats, and there's going to be an opening there. I actually think you got four things none of us know: the health of the economy, what Donald Trump, uh, what the Mueller report says, what our process is, and who in the end of the day, when in that process emerges what they do in building a coalition, both Clinton and Obama built coalitions that lasted a standard time. Those are four
1: things to watch. I'm afraid we're out of time. It was a great discussion. Thank you all. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.